Shatner's a funny last name, <laughs> if you think about it. Because it's like Shatner. Ner. Shatner. I barely even know her. Some movies rule and some movies rock. Some movies win awards, but these ones do not. Some movies that are made are not up to par. We're gonna talk about them on one star. The audio levels are making me very nervous. I'm just gonna be watching it the entire time. Oh well. So you, at least you won't be distracted. <laughs> I know. I'm actually focusing on this for once. I focus in this podcast. I don't focus in stuff. <laughs> Uh, Hi, welcome to One Star. (laughs) A bad movie podcast. Things might sound different. One, it's because there are audio level struggles. And two, we're in the same room for once. Guys, can you believe? (laughs) I can see her. (laughs) And I can't see you because I'm staring at the audio level. (laughs) For the first time, we're not on a Skype call. It's very fun. Don't lie to them. It's not Skype. We use... FaceTime audio. It used to be Skype. (laughs) And then Wi-Fi got in the way. Yeah. Turns out you need that. (laughs) So you're listening to One Star. (laughs) Kind of. Are you? Um, (laughs) Why are you here? (laughs) How how have you lasted this long (laughs) in this episode? Um, Tonight is... Tonight, whatever. It's It's more of an afternoon. uh, We're continuing with... Spookvember in December. <laughs> we're, we're, we're transitioning between the two Christmas period and then the horror period. Yes, because, you know, everyone loves Spookvember, obviously. Yeah. Um, I, I love the holidays, the spookiest holiday of the year, Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> well, it might be one of the deadliest. What? I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, there's a, one more deadlier holiday. Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's like a, uh, the genre of Christmas horror movies is just a great genre overall. It's not utilized as much as it should be. It's really not. I feel like oh, there's a lot of stuff you can do. They just don't do it. Well, they did four of them here. Yeah, but are any of them, none of them really revolve, except for the fact that it's Krampus, but it's never like, it doesn't need to be Christmas. Yeah, the first two, not really. No. I, well, I say first two as if there's an order. There's not an order at all. <laughs> so but, this is a Christmas <laughs> horror story. It is an anthology. Which you can't tell watching it. No, you can only tell by reading about that. Yeah. So I just, I put this movie on with a roommate. One of my roommates before we decided to do this for the podcast, and in a, about thirty minutes in is when I realized that these storylines weren't connected, <laughs> which is a very overwhelming experience. Like some of them are, they're like connected a little bit by, right at the start by people. Like there's a like a character thread. Like Crispin, what's her name? Caprice. 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 How could you forget about Caprice? <laughs> um, Crispin. <laughs> Crispin connects uh, two of them, and then the police officer is that one. Connects two others. And then William Shatner is the grandpa of Caprice. 
Really? Yeah, he was like holding the little Christmas card that's like we miss our dangerous grandpa because William William Shatner's our one star in this movie. It does. He is the only star. We did it. We finally did it. <laughs> There's way less episodes that we've actually <laughs> done what we were supposed to be doing. the basic conceit of the podcast. And um, but he plays a character named DJ Dangerous Dan, who. Is very dangerous, and the fact that... His self-destructive habits of alcoholism. Yeah, he just drinks alcohol while he records his radio show. Which, how unprofessional. <laughs> we've never done that. Not once. Well, we've never done that on this podcast. That's the other one. <laughs> so yeah, it's an anthology. There's, wait, is it four? It's like four, kind of five, if you count, count William, William Chatner. Because it's the family... The family, the other family. The other family. <laughs> the teens. The teens. And then Santa. Yes. And then William Chat Chat. William Chat Chat. <laughs> William Chat Chat. <laughs> um, Billy Chat. <laughs> as I like to call him. Uh, Priceline. Negotiator. Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you want to do these, like, not in order... So, for some reason, this movie makes the choice, instead of just playing out the short films as a short film, to, like, intersplice them within each other. I think that they only did that so that they could jump forward in time. Probably. Because there's... They do that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. But what that does is, one, make it not seem like an anthology or feel like one. It just seems like... This is a movie with a bunch of different people in different locations, Mm -hmm. just hanging out. And then, the second thing it does is it, like, kind of ruins the momentum of all of them. Yeah. Because, yeah, you're de-escalated, and then it, something, it'll, like, build, like, suspense, and then it'll go to another one where you have to rebuild that. It's, like, the whole time it's, like, you're just keep trying to build suspense, and then immediately it just drops off. Yeah. Like, something finally, like, so something will finally happen in one of them, and then you're not back to it for 20, 25 minutes. I don't know how long, how long is this movie? This movie is a length, that is DVD. <laughs> this movie is a length. It has a length. It is an hour and 39 minutes, so not too long. It actually didn't feel too long. But just, like, inter-slicing the stories just makes it, like, very confusing, and ruins the... Cause, and they're all different tones, too. Like, some are more lighthearted than others. Yeah. Yeah. Like, because you got, you got zombie elves compared to, like, a deep family drama. But, and then, that's what makes William Shatner's part so weird. Because he's taught, like, so, there's something horrible happening in all of these. And in the William Shatner, Shatner, in the William Shatner one, one, the weatherman is missing. And two, there's a hostage situation at a mall. Yeah. So, you would think that that would be very suspenseful, but his sections are very... Comedic? They're very, like... Well, Well, they're not funny. They're not funny, (laughs) but they're very, like... It's more of, like, a lighthearted, and he's just kind of, like, uh, hanging out. I don't know, that was bad. But he's just, like... It doesn't match the tone of what he's talking about. So... That's, like, I didn't realize that he was talking, like, there was a hostage situation until, like, the end of the movie. Because it's just, like, it doesn't seem like he's affected by what he's talking about whatsoever. And also, so that's, like, a weird 
juxtaposition, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it's also jarring when you go from, like, Santa killing all these zombie elves to William Shatner just, like, talking on a radio show drinking eggnog. Yeah, with rum, of With course. rum, obviously. And, like, I didn't even realize that he was narrating, like, a mall invasion. No! The first time I watched it. I didn't, it was, like, it was, like, towards the end, and I was, like, wait. You just kind of tune him out. Yeah. (laughs) You really don't pay attention to what he's saying. You're, like, because it's, like, you can tell that what he's saying isn't important Mm -hmm. whatsoever. Yeah. But But it turns out it was. (laughs) It it turns out it was very important. (laughs) Um, Instead of following the movie order, do you want to do it, like... By each story. Story by story? Yeah. Okay. So we can start with um, the first story that we're really introduced to, which is... The kids? Yeah. Three, like, teenagers are doing maybe a school project for journalism class. (laughs) Maybe. Yeah. It seemed like it was definitely a project, but but then they broke into the school after dark and were nervous about getting caught, but they were filming it for a school project. So, one... They're gonna, they're gonna know that they broke into the school on Christmas Eve. Oh, all of this takes place on Christmas Eve, by the way. <laughs> and right? Yeah. And uh, no, it takes place on April twenty seventh. It's almost my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, but also, they're like the principal was in the school, and they were nervous that they were gonna get caught. But all they had to do is say like, "Oh, we're filming a project for school," and he'd be like, "Oh, okay." But then why'd they break in? Why couldn't they just be like, hey, we need to film a project for school. Let us in the school. Ex- my point exactly. <laughs> why couldn't they have done that? Oh, did you notice that they were setting up the principal to be, like, villainous yeah. in some way? Because they're then, like, oh, he probably killed them at one point. Yeah. So they're investigating these murders that happened last Christmas Eve. And they watch, like, this video with a cop that is the star of another segment. And so they're, like, investigating the murders and doing, like, a report on it. So that's why they break into the school. So they're going to the location itself. Maybe, maybe they shouldn't have, okay. Maybe they're, I, What? Because I was thinking, because at first I was like, what if they were doing a report on this case? But then they also wanted to do filming, but the filming part wasn't actually part of the pro- like the project. They just wanted to do it. That's why they had to sneak in, because technically they weren't allowed to do it. So, or so it was more of like a ask for forgiveness before permission, kind of, or I guess, whatever. You know what that's saying. Um, I don't. But then, you never heard of that? You'd rather ask for forgiveness than ask for permission? I've never. People say it. <laughs> And then, but then I was thinking, wait, why would, why would a teacher have a, a, a group of kids do a project on a murder that happened in the school a year ago? Of their classmates. Of their classmates. Not even like, oh, it's like they found- some random murder that happened 40 years ago. Somewhere else. No, in this exact building, downstairs, and you know them. Less than a year. Less than a year ago. Go Um, for it. (laughs) Yeah. And go ahead and investigate. 
And also, how did they get that police footage? Where were those security cameras? Oh, wait, no. It was, the, it, was it a body cam? And it might have been a body cam. Or was it like a police officer holding it? Why is he Either filming? Or. That's not... It didn't feel... Because it, it felt like an upper angle. It did feel... Yeah. He's just like an eight-foot-tall police officer <laughs> that was following them around. No, that... You're right. That didn't make any sense. Yeah. Also, okay. It used to... It, it used to be uh, an abbey. The used school. To be, and for some reason, they just decided to not convert the basement into part of the school. And just left the abbey things in the basement. Yeah, left the cots. The... This actual seat where they gave an abortion and the girl died and the blood was still on the seat. They were like, let's leave that in this room. And hey, let's go teach children upstairs. <laughs> let's let's store our nativity scene in the basement. But not... So when was it in Abbey? It had to be a while back. Right? But also, when, but did, when, did, when did the young kids... So the young kids died because they broke in and went and... I think they broke in. Did they break in? Or was it... Because then I was like, wait, was it an Abbey a year ago? <laughs> <laughs> and then more kids died, and they're like, well, let's just make it into a school. Let's have more children than we originally had. No, that makes sense. I think they probably just broke in. Yeah. But then... But so... But then the ghost did something different with them? No, it was no, a different person. No, they tried person. to do the same thing, but it didn't work, I think is what it was. But someone murdered them. The ghost did. Is that, the police just assumed it was someone? Yeah. Because, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so, they're going, so. That's, no. oh, that's why the killer's still at large. Yeah. I was thinking towards the end that they were saying that the weatherman Norman did it. <laughs> um, you can see your confusion. Because I was trying to connect them with myself, but I should have known better. <laughs> okay, so the ghost tried to, okay, so the, the ghost only, killed the The kids. only wing they didn't convert into school was, like, where they put the unwed pregnant women, where they, like, stored them until they gave birth. <laughs> and there was, like, one 15-year-old girl who claimed that she had never had sex, that was pregnant, who died during an abortion, that... In, a full, in, like, a haunting scene was apparently performed by nuns. Yeah. Which doesn't make sense. Yeah, why they'd be like, yeah, we'll do that for you. Just <laughs> come pretty, up on this table, we'll do it. Like one of the three things nuns are most against. <laughs> what are the other two? Um, Satan and homo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Satan, homos, and abortion sounds like a great party. <laughs> What's the difference? <laughs> Oh, okay, so anyways, so they were, yeah, and so it made me to believe that they killed her. <laughs> Although I think that was my own, because they looked very creepy. That's I what didn't, you wanted. I, I did not trust those nuns. You can um, never trust a nun. You can never trust If you've nun. seen the nun, you would know that. I was going to, okay, I was going to try and make a joke that made no sense. Please I was going to try and combine that with don't trust the bee in a apartment. <laughs> What was it, 16 or E? Don't trust this the baby. This may be an apartment 214. <laughs> something that wrong. rhymes with B. I was going to say, don't trust the nun when in the abbey. Don't trust the B in apartment 23. 23. 
don't trust the nun in the abbey. Um, <laughs> You're right. You shouldn't have made that. <laughs> um, uh, so they seem like they're up to no good. Uh, so I just assumed that they murdered her. I guess they didn't, but... Yeah. But these kids, so they get locked in the the basement. Yeah. Somewhere. And they think that the principal did it. Which is why, why I would, thought the principal they, was going to come back. Why, yeah, why did they include any of that then? It's one thing to include the principal being there, but, like, why did they have to add this dialogue of thinking the principal did it? Like, they bring him up more than once thinking he's the killer and, like, how creepy he's been. And he's, like, on this mysterious phone call when they see him. That you think that's coming And, like, back. he's, like, he's in the school on Christmas Eve for some reason. On the anniversary of these kids' murders. Yeah. None of it comes back. Doesn't no. matter. But so, and so, she gets, the so it's two guys and a girl. And then, basically, she gets possessed by this, like, ghost of the 15-year-old. Who, and then she tries to have sex with the one. Who's like, no, I'm dating Caprice. <laughs> dating, you know, from the other part of the story. <laughs> you know, the one who's on a family trip with her dad and to her weird old aunt. <laughs> uh, you know, my girlfriend Caprice is also Krampus. <laughs> um, and so she kills him for that. But, like, all you see of the kill is a cross kind of shaking. Yeah, but then when they come back to it, he has the cross in his oh, face. Oh, it was in his eye, wasn't it? Yeah. I forgot about that. But it, it's kind of funny because she just, like, kind of gets on her knees and starts unbuttoning his belt. And he's like, this isn't going to happen. I'm with Caprice. <laughs> or no, he goes, I have a girlfriend. I don't think he says Caprice. No, he doesn't. But for some reason, I find the name, one, hilarious, <laughs> and two, I can't remember it. <laughs> He can neither. That's why he goes, I have a, uh, a girlfriend named something. It's important to point out, Caprice is, like, just some white girl. Yeah. It's not anything. But I did have, they walked into the, the room where the kids were murdered. Um, and oh, there, yeah. there was And there was, like, a sticker on it because, you know, it's a crime scene. They just, you know, were like, oh, let's just walk right on in here break this tape so people can know that we were tampering with evidence. And let's just, still haven't gotten all the evidence, that's on the cop. Right. But also, like, that's still, you can't go in there. And they're like, let's just not put anything on our hands and touch a bunch <laughs> of stuff. Here's the other thing. It says the cop was traumatized by this case. Who's like, he's, well, he's, he saw the ghost, didn't he? No, he just saw the bodies. I thought... There was a, there was a, I wasn't looking, but no, I heard that just, there was a jump scare. It was one of the bodies falling from the ceiling somehow. <laughs> but like, stay, it was like, oh, doing the, it, it was like how she killed the, the kid. No, at the end. that no, was the it first wasn't? guy. No. Well, she, the, the girl, okay. the girl no, no, I don't know. falls like that annoying kid who would go upside down on monkey bars. Oh. Like, with the knees still notched. <laughs> right. But, like, how does a dead body do that? Unless it's tucked in the ceiling panels. But then how does how does the body... That's a, I hate jump scares of dead bodies, because that would imply a body has to move somehow. Yeah. Unless you open something in it. Yeah. Like, if you open a closet door and a body fell out, then sure. It has to... The, the movement has to be... Some external force. Yeah, other this than body just kind of a body falls. just decided to fall from the ceiling, and it just has, at the right moment. Even though it has been there for who knows how long—a couple <laughs> days, a couple weeks. 
a couple so, years, who knows. So so she kills the one dude. But there's also uh they run into the nativity scene for some reason. Oh yeah. Oh, the worst nativity scene <laughs> ever. And there's a comment like Oh yeah, we can't put this nativity scene up on school grounds anymore because there's a war on Christmas. It's like, no! <laughs> you go to public school! <laughs> yeah, why did you, why was this recent when you stopped putting it up? Like, that's been illegal for a while. Is it just, like, well, kids got murdered. <laughs> it must be the nativity scene. <laughs> that's what caused this murder. Um, so let's just hide it in the basement. Let's not get rid of it. Like, Even though we're not allowed to put it up anymore. One of them's a Buddhist. So like, it needs to go. There's but, another... And, sorry, the nativity scene, it's not like a regular nativity scene. It's, it's as if they took mannequins and just put clothing on them. Yeah. <laughs> it's not an actual nativity scene. It's just like they just robbed a JCPenney <laughs> of all the mannequins and they, put robes on them. They, want, they robbed a JCPenney at a Halloween city. <laughs> To get just like vague religious religious robes and some fake beards, <laughs> and even then, I think it was just like they found some old hair from like brushes and just like <laughs> taped it on there. There's also a part. The one guy was sad because he was missing Christmas Eve with his family. Because oh. <laughs> every Christmas Eve, they eat pizza. Drink champagne. drink champagne and watch The Sound of Music for some reason. <laughs> you know that old cheery Christmas movie, The Sound of Music? <laughs> you know that Christmas tradition. Eating pizza. And feeding champagne to your high schooler. Assuming this has at least been going on for a few years. He had to start when he was Because <laughs> he's upset for missing this tradition. And he's... They had to be like 16, 17. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, how long is this? How long has he been drinking champagne? <laughs> Nobody knows. There's so many. Why? There's so many movies to pick from. It's like they're trying to world build in a scenario where they shouldn't be world building. No, but also if they, you'd be like, oh, I'm. Really, but also he made it the way he said it. It was like we do this every year, but not this year. It's like you could just be like, man, I'm. Not, I'm missing this. You don't have to say it, like, weird. You're like, oh, every Christmas Eve we do this, and I am stuck in this basement. Mm-hmm. And but also, it's like, it's a wonderful life. A Charlie Brown Christmas. The Gremlins. fucking Grinch. <laughs> Die Hard. <laughs> Anything. Anything would have been better than The Sound of Music. Is this... Is, the sound, I, it's been, like, forever since I've seen it. Does the sound of music even happen at all during... I think maybe the one scene has a Christmas party. But even then, they're Jewish. No, they're not. Aren't they? No. I thought it was about... Oh, wait. No, it has the Germans. Nazis. It's, yeah. No, they're Austrian. They're Austrian. And it's Germany invading Austria. Mm. I just knew they were Nazis. <laughs> I think I saw it when I was, like, three years old, and never since then. <laughs> like... The song, I, I've definitely talked about this on a podcast. It might have been the Sundown podcast. But when I hear the song, uh, like, 16 going on 17, my first thought isn't the sound of music. It's the pacifier starring Vin Diesel. I was going to ask if that was it. <laughs> That's the first, when I hear that song, I'm like, oh, yes, 
from pacifiers. I um. So I'm not I'm not uh, the most knowledgeable on the sound of music, <laughs> but I've never seen the end. I've only seen the first half because in like third grade, my music teacher would put on sound of music. And then we'd come back for the next class, and he'd be like, where'd you leave off? And we'd be like, oh, right here. And then he'd be like, oh, I'll just start it from the beginning. <laughs> so you just watch the beginning half, over time. I've seen the beginning of Sound of Music, like, 25 times. <laughs> oh, my God. But never the end. <laughs> Whenever my English teacher in senior year for, of high school, when she didn't feel like teaching, she just put on The Simpsons. <laughs> I love that. Or sometimes it was, but, I, but those were my first time watching The Simpsons, and I fucking hated her. <laughs> So I just associate The Simpsons with, like, deep-seated hatred. <laughs> or it was Napoleon Dynamite. And I was like, I can't fucking watch this shit anymore. The one time I was like, I'm gonna go rent a movie. This Because this was, like, we had class five days a week because, you know, high school. Yeah. This was, like, <laughs> maybe, like, three days a week we would watch some. Yeah. Wow. It was so much. So the one time I was like, I'm gonna go rent a movie on Redbox. You can keep it for a few days, show it to your other classes, and then I'll take it back. <laughs> What'd you go with? Argo. Because <laughs> I was like, please, anything other than this. I can't take it. Because I also, I don't like Napoleon Dynamite. We'll let that marinate. Well, let just that sit for a second. I mean, it's like, I, it's not like I hate it, but I just don't, it's not a movie that I wanted to watch every week in the, high school. But uh, there's almost no movie I want to watch every week. <laughs> no. And it was like, it was like twice a month. I'm like, I'm, I can't continue to watch this movie. We're going to watch fucking Argo. <laughs> Please. I was like, it's, I think I, I think I picked that one and I was trying to like, she let me do it because it was like kind of educational because it was like a real thing that happened. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, I don't even know why I was trying that hard because we watched the fucking Simpsons and Napoleon Dynamite. You could go back, you'd bring 22 Jump Street in, ready to go. It did not come out at that point. Oh. <laughs> this was, oh God, like seven, eight years ago. Oh, wow. That's how old I am. <laughs> You're ancient. Back to the movie! The other thing is, who lets their child just go on Christmas Eve? Just That's go what, somewhere. Yeah, I... He's like, I've got to do homework on Christmas Eve. You've been off for a month. <laughs> and you have... They even mentioned that they still have another week and a half of break. Wait, we didn't even talk about that. Why are they doing a school project in the middle of winter break? I think they're doing it because they wanted to go on the anniversary of the other... Okay. Yeah, that's why they went. Because it was the... It had been a year since their friends were murdered. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know if they were actually friends. But they're classmates. Um, yeah, but I, I can't ask to see people other than my family on holidays. Oh, absolutely not. We were allowed to see our neighbors from just across the street on Christmas Day, but it was, like, after we got back from both of our grandma's houses, <laughs> and after we had seen everybody, and also, like, maybe two hours after we were home. And it was like, could Megan and Lindsay come over? Because <laughs> they lived across the street, and it didn't... You know, no one had to drive anywhere. <laughs> and it was like, sure. To, to, and it was like, oh, we need to show them what we got. And yeah. that was like the loophole to get them to come over and hang out. <laughs> um, but Christmas Eve, for sure not. Absolutely not. Yeah. Christmas, no. Christmas Eve, like, we literally, like, it's like, you're just preparing for Christmas. 
You gotta get in the mindset. And we always had a like we always had um, my mom's side of the family always. That's when we have Christmas dinner is Christmas Eve. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, absolutely not. Yeah, so Thanksgiving. No, thing. it was like so. Chris, if I was like, even if I was like, but <laughs> I can't imagine being like, Mom, I have to do the school project on Christmas Eve. She'd be like, Why? I'm like, Well, you know those <laughs> people that died a year. <laughs> you know my classmates that died. We're gonna go to the, where they were murdered. <laughs> Is that cool? Is that good with you? Great. I, I, I'll be back for some music. <laughs> Don't be... worry. Chill my champagne. <laughs> Keep the pizza hot. I'll be back. Oh. And then we have uh, int- the one of the weirdest sex scenes I've ever had to see. And we've talked about more. Have we? We talked about the baby daddy, double daddy. Baby daddy is a different movie. Uh, the one in the car. Yeah. Uh, that one was ugh, that was gross. Horrible. This one's less gross. Still kind of gross. Oh wait, Kissing Booth had like a bunch of them. Oh, yeah. We've talked about sex scenes. This one is complicated. Um, yeah. Because once we know that she was upset that she couldn't give a blowjob, so she had to stick a cross in his eye. <laughs> so she moved on to the other one. Woke him up by just shining two flashlights in his face. <laughs> just, like, double fist enough. Also, like, what time is this at this point? It's gotta be, like, at 3 a.m. or something. Um, because I did not realize that that much time had passed. Although they got there late, didn't No. I don't know. I don't know, because are they all taking place at the same time, is my question. Because this one seems to be going out a lot later in the day than the other ones. I don't know. I don't know. I didn't even know if they all took place on the same day. They do, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Not true. 100% positive. <laughs> the Changeling one, is that Christmas Eve or is it not specified? No, it's Christmas Eve. Why are they getting their Christmas tree They're getting tree a Christmas, Christmas tree on Christmas Eve? Eve. Who knows? We'll get there. Um... But so she like sits backwards on a chair, which obviously means one and thing. And she she pulled up her mini skirt that she's now wearing like a bunch of different times. But also, where did that come from? Because why in the middle of winter would she have worn a mini jean skirt? That's a good question. Because <laughs> she was that. she wearing? Cause no. In, was she wearing it before? Maybe she was wearing it with like tights. Yeah. But Even like, then, that's, that's still cold. Yeah. Well, it is a look. People that's, do that. That's a fall look. That's not a. Christmas it's not. It's Eve. not a. No, it's not the middle of winter. Well, it's not the middle. Of, you know, it's not a winter look. You wear pants, and if you do wear a skirt, you wear, you wouldn't wear a mini jean skirt. I don't know. It's like a very short jean skirt. Yeah, and she keeps pulling it up. And like a chiffon tank top or whatever. Yeah. That was a summer outfit. It was. Why did she have either of those items? on? <laughs> And then she pulls up her skirt, even score, even more. sits backwards on a chair, and he's like, "What are you doing?" Because that's a weird thing to be doing. Uh, her vagina was just straight up on that chair. Because as we know later, she wasn't wearing underwear at this point. Because she gets him to sit in the chair. So then she's like, "Get in this chair," and he's like, well, "Okay." And then she just straddles him, and he's like, what are you doing? And she was like, you want this? She's like, take your dick out. She doesn't say that. No, she just takes it out herself. Oh, was it him or her? I, I thought it was her. Ah, someone takes the dick out. Because I know, because she reached... <laughs> she was like, uh, 
kneeling, not kneeling, straddling him, but yeah. standing, and then she mm-hmm. reached her hand in between her legs to pull his dick out. Yeah, and then they have sex in the driest fuck of the year. Yeah, because there was, she just, just squatted right on that dick. Where's the foreplay? Because she was ready to suck the other guy's dick. Right. She was getting him ready in the, in the first guy. And then this one, she's like, you know what? It's like, I'm running out of time. <laughs> we gotta get, we gotta get moving here. <laughs> Just stick that dick in me. Wait. <laughs> Pause. Okay. When, why were the, did they say why those kids were in there a year ago? No. Okay. Was it, was, it wasn't the anniversary of the a girl dying, was it? I don't know. Why they never they... said when she died. Because, like, were they just there just fucking around? Were they gonna fuck? Probably, but then why would she kill them if they were doing it anyways? Maybe they didn't get pregnant, or... She... They put on a condom. maybe she was on the pill. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, damn it! Or he whips out, he's like, wait, I have a condom in my wallet. And the ghost pops out, no! <laughs> <laughs> kill them both! <laughs> um... Because it wouldn't make any... Because I was like, what if it was, Maybe it was the anniversary of her dying, but then why would the nuns give an abortion on Christmas Eve? If this ghost... Why does this ghost want... So the ghost's goal is to get her pregnant. But... Yeah. If the ghost got... If when she was living, she wanted an abortion, why is she now trying to get... Unless... She... Unless she wanted the child and the nuns didn't because she said she wasn't pregnant and they were afraid of the second coming of Jesus. So they aborted it. Maybe that That's not what the movie says. No, that's just me coming up with a conspiracy theory. Yeah, sure, that, doesn't we'll make any, that doesn't make any sense. Why, if she was getting an abortion... Why is this uh, anti-safe sex but pro-abortion <laughs> ghost? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Those are conflicting viewpoints. Because <laughs> she wants them to have a baby because she wouldn't have her baby, but she wants. Didn't want to have her baby? Maybe that's what that scene was trying to say, that the ghost, the nuns forced her to have an abortion, but why, why? would nuns do that? Unless they're afraid of the second coming of Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't want... Is that when the, uh... The R word? Not that R word. The... Where everyone's souls are, are taken. <laughs> The rapture. The rapture. <laughs> is that is that when the the yeah. is if if he comes back is that what's supposed to happen? Yeah. Okay. Maybe they were afraid of that. We'll go with. So, is this implying that when this lady gives birth? But she had sex. No, she had sex, so it can it can't be. But is this baby a ghost? That's right. Okay, so let's. <laughs> so she she got, she got possessed. That's why she has sex with him, and then yeah. as soon as he comes, she's unpossessed. Yeah. By the way, it's hard to tell he comes because there's no like 
obvious motions or sounds to no. tell you that. She just all of a sudden stops having sex with and him. And gets up. That's how you know it's like, okay, mission accomplished. <laughs> uh, got what I wanted. And she steps away, and then that's when she's like, what did you do to me? But here's the thing. She was, so she is unpossessed when it happens, and so she, is she the one who stands up? Yeah. So then why would she think he did anything when he's sitting on the chair? She was obviously in the position of power. You know what I mean? Yeah. So why would she be like, you did this to me when she was standing on top of him and he didn't even have his hands on her? Yeah, they, like, tried to make it, like, a thing, but, like, they really shouldn't have. They should have, like, had her, like, have been present in the mind and, like, knew what was happening but, like, couldn't control her own body. Yeah, but then instead they were like, now she thinks she's been assaulted? For, like, a brief moment. A brief... She forgets she, immediately. And she immediately gets over it. <laughs> and it's like, what did you do to me? And then it's like, uh, And he's like, what I did to you? <laughs> did he... But she implied that he... Okay. Was he assaulted? No. It's implied that he w- he was into it. He yeah. liked her. Yeah, I mean, he did it. Yeah. We're, we're, we're going to go with nobody was assaulted. <laughs> yeah. This isn't a baby daddy. Except, Double daddy. Why don't you call it a baby daddy? Except, you know who was assaulted? The, the mom. with the cross in his eye. Wait, what mom? The mom. The titty. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to the mother's teat in a minute. And so, but then the, the, he, he, like, discovers the body of the one friend, Caprice's boyfriend. He's like, what'd you do? And then she's like, like you she did. And then he kind of, then he kind of realizes, like, oh. So then she, she like, okay, um, wait, okay. So she has this line where she says, she wanted me to be pregnant. Mm-hmm. So she realizes what all had just happened. Like, kind of immediately figures out the plan. So then why, why 20 minutes ago, not even 20, five, from walking to one room to another, did she, because she just five minutes ago said, hey, what did you do to me to hit? Yeah. So her saying, oh, she wanted me to be pregnant makes it seem like she was, like you said, present in the mind when that was happening. But then questions what he did even though he didn't do anything i think i think it was just like a throwaway line they wrote in to whatever just bad writing yeah but it's so it's so if so they say the reason that the two were killed the christmas eve before is that they wouldn't get pregnant but then why does he get killed he yeah he did it because they did it is it just an anti men thing yeah it was like she still kills the guy well so the ghost girl appears holding a very bloody fetus <laughs> mm-hmm. and also the worst ghost makeup i have ever it's seen so bad it is they literally just paint her white and she also does this after she appears and then she touches the girl's stomach and then like smiles which makes means that not only does she have, like, possession pro- powers and, like, mm-hmm. the ability to, like, like, 
the telepathy? Because she picks him up yeah. and breaks his neck. Oh, um, that's not telepathy. That's telekinesis. Telekinesis. Oh, yeah. Tele- never mind. Telekinesis. Um, but she also has the power to... Uh, the ultrasound. To, to, <laughs> <laughs> but not even, because it wouldn't. There's not, nothing would be in there yet. Yeah, so... She has the, the... She has... She touches her stomach and then apparently has the power to just feel conception. So, I don't fully know how pregnancy works, but does it right. happen that quickly? No, it doesn't. Well, Was no. she ovulating at the time? Is that part of it? It is. Unless... Her... Hmm. Unless her being possessed... Were they little, little ghost semen? No, a ghost, ghost egg. egg. <laughs> like, just like shot. Maybe the ghost egg shot forward grabbed the semen. No, because if you a pregnant, if you're taking a pregnancy test, it takes like a week or two for that to work. Yeah. So she would not be immediately pregnant. Like things could go wrong. Yeah, it could not stick. Just because. Two seconds after they have sex, it doesn't mean in nine months that baby will come out. And it, okay, here's the other thing. So she lets the girl go because she's pregnant. <coughs> after Sorry. she kills the guy, yeah. even though, I mean, he delivered his seat. He gave her the seat. Um, but couldn't she just go and get an abortion? Yeah. But she walks away and is like humming. So does the ghost repossess her then? And if so, why would the ghost unpossess her only to repossess her later? And it just seems... Because she wanted to appear and make a big entrance. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't get it. This is our... This, I think this is my least favorite of the segments. I didn't hate it. I hated the Santa one. I love the Santa one. But that's... I, the end of it made me like it better. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it for... Um, Ghost pregnancy. Yeah. We talked a lot on the ghost pregnancy. Well, there's just so many questions <laughs> about how a ghost gets someone pregnant. But so our second story involves the police over, police over, police officer from the video that they watched at the start of this segment, and his wife and his son. Oh, I was wrong. My least favorite is the family. That's fair. They were annoying. Not the three of them, the four. Not Caprice. You didn't like Caprice. I hated Caprice. <laughs> um, okay, so the police officer. Yeah, so they go to illegally chop down a Christmas tree. Out of, like, their neighbor's yard. I, no, they lived in an apartment. I think it was further away. It's just a random dude's yard. <laughs> but, again. Which, which, clearly, no trespassing sign. Also, it's like, you could have just went to a forest that didn't. Yeah, like they were, they could have chopped down a tree that wasn't in the, that location. The no trespassing sign. They could have just like not crossed that they, line. I'm pretty sure they walked past trees to get in there. Yeah, and why again? Why are you getting a Christmas tree on Christmas Eve? I know that's a thing. Is it? Well, it feels late. <laughs> my, uh, my grandparents, they used to put the Christmas tree up after, like, my mom and her siblings went to bed. Oh, that's kind of cute. So when they would wake up, the oh, tree would be there. Wait. So like, I do like that. Yeah. 
But they still had it but they brought the, But they brought the kid. <laughs> so, like, the, the man... Kid was there. The kid was there, so, like, there's no point... It's not like the kid thought Santa was bringing the tree. Oh, well, they ruined the magic of Christmas for their kid multiple yeah. times. Because this dad is setting out presents in front of the kid. Like, all the presents. Not just, like, the Santa presents. All of them. All of them. And it's like... What? He's like four. He still believes. <laughs> yeah. And it's not like he's young enough to not know what's happening. But, uh, no, yeah, my grandparents used to do that. But, yeah, they had the tree. They didn't go chop down. The, it's not like, all right, go to bed. And then it's like and 10 also p.m. Also, we're leaving. We're leaving. <laughs> <laughs> and they go chop down a tree. And they're like, be right back. Um, no, they had it. I don't know where that, I don't know where the hell they put it, but. I, mean, I, I like that, though. Yeah, and then once my mom didn't know, they w- used to wake up and be like, you gotta help us put the tree up. Because <laughs> she was the oldest one. <laughs> and she was like, ah, oh, why do I have to learn about Santa? <laughs> uh, but so their son, like, as they're leaving, the son, like, disappears for a second. He has asthma. <laughs> That's, That's also important. important. Apparently, it's really not. It's not. He has an inhaler. <laughs> but he, like, he, like, just stops walking. For some reason, and then, like, maybe ten steps later, the parents realize and start shouting his name, but for some reason, somehow, in those, like, ten seconds, they are just unable to hear or see each other. That's why I think he was taken from the fairies. But it happened, like, you saw him get taken at the end of that scene. Oh, yeah, you did. So why can't he just hear them? Because they were so close. They were so close to each other. But they... Somehow disappeared. It is literally impossible for them to Unless that the far parents, away. instead of walking straight, just decided to zigzag a bunch. <laughs> they're like trying to escape an alligator. <laughs> <laughs> or they just like immediately like, all right, let's go diagonally for some reason. But, oh, so did we he, check on our kid who has asthma and it's very cold out and he was having trouble breathing <laughs> earlier? No, we don't need to check on him. And then, so, but they find him in like a, a tree. <laughs> A tree with, like, a giant gaping hole. And like we were talking about earlier, it's like, if you, if there was, like, a dead body missing, the f- you walked into this forest, the first place you look is this tree with this giant hole. It is not subtle whatsoever. You're like, oh, there's obviously a body in here. It's like, it's so big, and it's the only tree, like, in its area. And, and one close-up, I'm pretty sure it was made of paper mache. <laughs> They definitely walked into a forest and put this tree in there. Yeah. But so, he, they find him in there, but, like, all of a sudden he doesn't have a personality. Because he's been changed. Ling. <laughs> <laughs> he's been changed, Ling. <laughs> so, um... But they don't know that. I know, so there was, like, a... There's a part where they're like, alright, let's go home. And then they're at home, and they're like, hey, he's been active. Will... I think Will was the kid. Will's been big, acting nope. weird. I almost said big girl. <laughs> big Earl. The four-year-old is named Big Earl. <laughs> big Earl's the guy that comes in later in this plot line. Oh, that's Big Earl. <laughs> that's Big Earl. Okay. Um, so they're like, Will's been acting weird, right? And he's like, yeah. Have you noticed he hasn't used his, his inhaler? I'm like, what? Just sitting in the living room? Why would he need it? <laughs> Just, you know, having a very quiet casual <laughs> evening. <laughs> like, just waiting for dinner? Like, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Why would he need? Why would that? That would not be a signifier unless he was like running around. I don't know. <laughs> um. Okay. So. And so, um, this one of the like. Oh, so this betrays what I talked about last episode: the haunt to help ratio. Yes. That I follow by. I'll explain it again. It's like. If, like, a door is creaking in a haunted house, like, seems to kind of move by its long, by itself, you know, minor things, mm-hmm. whatever. Right. Once furniture starts flying across the room, that, that transitions into major things, and therefore you should be concerned. This, one of the minor haunts that happens in this, a, a bigger the- thing to, that scares them is the inhaler. Yeah. Yeah, they're more frightened that their son's not using the inhaler. But what doesn't scare them is that he's eating just so much spaghetti. (laughs) Just shoveling it in. And they're like, hey, you're going to choke. Can you stop eating the spaghetti for a moment? And he just shovels it in. And then the dad, like, puts his hand up. And he's like, Will, your mother's talking to her. And then he fucking stabs him in the hand with a fork. And they're like, oh, shucks. You got me. Well, that was weird, but, like, why was he eating that much spaghetti? But why can he breathe? (laughs) Like, I don't like that our son can breathe. (laughs) What is, what's up with that? But it just, it's so weird. No, but, and then the mom gets mad at the dad for getting mad at the son for stabbing him. <laughs> and she's like, I can't believe you. She's Get like, out of here. I can't believe you're mad at her son right now. And then, like, he walks away and the mom's just like, hey, why'd you do that? <laughs> just a very calm mom voice. But your son stabbed you. If if I had a kid and it stabbed me, I'm going straight to the police. <laughs> like, I'm something is wrong with Putting it son. in a basket and leaving it on the steps of a church. We're like, we don't want this one anymore. That is now an orphan because what the fuck? We don't want him. I don't want some a child that will stab me. But they get over the stabbing. But what really sets the dad off is that he opened the Christmas gifts. <laughs> okay. It also looked like he broke them. Maybe? They looked like the one had like there was like pieces of glass everywhere. And so why would he be like why he'd be like, Oh, I can't believe Will did this opened his own gifts and broke them. I have to go yell at him now. And that that causes, that makes him mad enough to get out the belt. Again, but being stabbed does not. Right. And also, she's like, the mom is like, I can't believe you're reacting like this. It's like, he stabbed me. <laughs> Do you remember that? Do you remember when I was like, hey, son, slow down. You're eating Stop quickly. eating all the noodles. You're eating all of We have to eat. <laughs> and then he stabs him with a fork very forcefully. Way more forcefully than a four-year-old would be capable of. And, and then she's like, how dare you yell at our son and threaten to stop him well i guess maybe a belt is a little intense but he stabbed him (laughs) and then he kept eating the noodles (laughs) with the fork he literally puts he puts the fork in his dad's hand and then without even wiping it off just sticks it right back into the spaghetti (laughs) and that is a minor thing to them (laughs) they don't even notice that they're just like uh whatever go put a band-aid on your hand that had a fork through it Boy, okay, yeah, like, take him to the police. Take him to the hospital. <laughs> How is he not bleeding more? He literally just was like, put a little band-aid on it. 
That's not... infuriated me. Because, like... It's not like he just kind of, like, jabbed him with the fork. Like, he put the fork in his hand. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and then... Also, at one point, the mom's in the shower, and then, like, she gets out, and the kid's (laughs) just in the bathroom. Like, watching her dress. Which was a a little weird. And then we get the most disturbing scene that involves the mom. She's asleep. I think the dad's asleep on the couch because they fought over whether or not to punish the kid for his violent tendencies. Yeah, because he was... Yeah. So he was sleeping on the couch. But So the mom's laying there, and all of a sudden there's, like, this lump traveling through the blankets. <laughs> Which, to be fair, was very creepy. Yeah. That was the most unsettling part of this movie, was the for, crumbling through the bed. For me, it was when the dad's, like, sitting on the couch, and then the background, his eyes are glowing. The kids, yeah, that, that, that was, was a scary really, shot really, for me. But they also do that in uh, in the forest. They have those eyes. Yeah. Um, but so, and then, like, a little child's hand appears out of the blankets and starts, like, touching the mom's breasts. <laughs> and it was like, it's okay, so we don't know this. Well, you kind of know that this kid is possessed. Yeah. Or, like, oh, not. you should fully know by now. But it's like, they still had the kid actor do this. Yeah, that's it my question. It was still the little, the little boy hand. Did the adult actor be like, oh, I'm totally cool with this kid actor, like, <laughs> feeling me up? Because no! <laughs> like... <laughs> No. Like, they oh. could and then later they sh- they show what possessed him. It was a changeling. Yeah. We've mentioned that briefly in the other thing. It was a changeling. It was like, so they had, like, a full other actor. Why didn't they just use that hand? Yeah, like, the creepy makeup changeling. Because whenever he was in the background you saw his eyes, you could tell that it was, like, not the boy. Yeah. And, oh, at some point before this happens, Big Earl calls... Oh, yeah, yeah. And Big Earl's like, hey, that's not your kid. And she's like, shut up, Big Earl. Don't call again. That was mostly <laughs> all of that. And he was like, it's a changeling. And then she was like, fuck you. She has the classic Googling like, mm, scene. Let me Google what a changeling is. But so it culminates with um, Will killing his dad in a strange way. So we don't like see how he gets killed. Off? But the mom finds him wrapped in Christmas lights, also a belt around his neck, also his hand is chopped off. <laughs> it was like, it was almost like they couldn't decide how they wanted. They're like, well, we already stabbed his hand, so let's just cut that off. <laughs> also, we want him near the Christmas tree, so let's just put lights around him. And, oh, hey, remember that one time he took off his belt? Let's strangle him with that as well. And then, like, the Christmas tree shakes a bunch. <laughs> Because the changeling's in there. So she calls back Big Earl, and Earl's like, bring him back to the... But also, when... when, when Why... At the point when Big Earl calls, and is like, your son, it's not your son, it's a changeling. He's already... Stabbed. Stabbed (laughs) your husband. Uh... (laughs) Ate too much pasta. (laughs) (laughs) Hasn't... It's like, why... Would she be like, oh, fuck you, big girl? Why wouldn't she be like, you, like, I don't really believe in magic? But you could say a little more. Be like, but why don't you tell me more about what a changeling is? Because something is happening. Like, hey, remember when your son lost all of his personality and stopped responding to his own name? Yeah. Wasn't that because you, after you pulled him out of a tree? (laughs) Maybe something happened to him. So she, like, fights the changeling, whatever. 
But that was the thing, is that this was Big Earl. She, she calls Big Earl back. Yeah. And is like, okay, well, he murdered my husband. I think something's going on. I'm gonna believe you now. <laughs> and then he's like, you need to bring him to the forest, but you can't make him feel threatened. Because he won't want to go. Because he won't want to go. So what she does is carry the, her baseball bat <laughs> with her. <laughs> and it's like... She's, she's just like... like <laughs> we're going on a trip. She's like, hey, Will, do you want to go on a car ride? Meanwhile, tears streaming down <laughs> her face. She's not... I mean, like, yeah, that's a stressful situation, but it's like, you're not doing a good job pretending like nothing's up. And then she's still, and then the changeling looks down, and she's still holding the metal baseball bat. And the changeling like, stop, stop. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I trust you. They have like a very whatever fight scene that's yeah. mostly and then like she just bashes him in the head a bunch of times. A child on her back, and so she shoves him into a duffel bag, and takes her into the grove where Big Girl's there, and Big Girl, Big Girl is very mad at the changeling. It's like kicking the bag, be like. Hey, I told you not to leave. You keep doing this. You keep possessing children and killing their fathers. Stop it. <laughs> Stop eating too much spaghetti. <laughs> and then she's like, where's my son? And he's like, I don't know. And then she's like, where's my son? And he's like, I told you, I ain't I know. And then she shoots him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which. Uh, wait, should she put the boy in the bag? Yeah. And when he, she opens the bag, it's now no longer the boy. It's a little changeling guy who looks kind of like a mummy. Kind of? A little mummy. Kinda. And it was just because she passed through the threshold onto that property and tur- turned him back? But he was the boy on the property when they found him. Maybe it's because he's been discovered. Maybe that's... Yeah. Maybe it's you have to get hit in the head with a baseball bat three <laughs> times and that just what turns you back into a changeling. Or she wants to, like, she's like, where's my boy? And he's like, I'm not going to tell you or something. So she shoots Big Earl. And and apparently, like, Big Earl, like, was tormenting these changelings or whatever. Well, I think you're even inferring that. No, because it's implied. He's like, they're scared of me. He says that. Oh, he does? He's like, they won't attack. They're scared of me. Oh, okay. So I think by killing him, the changelings are grateful. And that's what why they give her the boy back. Right. That's what I interpreted. But there's also, now, there is no one to keep the changelings from leaving this property. That is true. That is an unexplored... The <laughs> other unexplored ending is she left the apartment with her husband's dead body still in there. And she's planning on going back with she, her now, son. Now she has her son restored, back to yeah. normal. So her son She is, has not take, removed her husband's corpse from the living room. She's going to take her son home, open the door... First thing he sees is this dead dad, <laughs> who he like, for sure doesn't know is dead. Like, oh yeah, oh by the way, you might not have done it, but he for sure thinks that you murdered him. Yeah, as far as your dad his, knows, his last, you killed him. His last moment of being alive was seeing your face stab him. <laughs> or maybe not stab him, cut <laughs> off his hand, cut and strangle him. Who knows if that was pre or post, Morna? No, maybe it was just like, mm, let me chop your hand off after I strangle you. And it doesn't oh, there's happen. one scene where he's like playing with the hand. That was also weird, because like, why? Yeah, I think that's why they cut off the hand, so they could just have him playing with it. Just to show that he like... He's evil. He's evil, but also it was like, is that why he cut off the hand? So that he could play with it? 
Who knows? Because, like, why would you have to cut it? You could just play whatever. But so then, now, she also has to find a way to get rid of the body and explain her husband's disappearance. Because she can't go with, my kid killed him. Because no. that's going to ruin the kid's life. She can't go with, it was a changeling, because no one's believing that. Luckily for her, the police are busy with a few other things that we'll get to. So she might have a chance. <laughs> no one's paying attention. And also, if... What is going on at the end of this? What's going on? And this guy's a cop. He Wouldn't he have been called in, you think? Yes. It's a pretty big deal. Yep. Unless he, he's on stress leave, wasn't he? It's been a whole year, though. I thought he was done with stress leave. Oh, so is that a thing? Yeah. For cops? Yeah. Lauren missed the line about him being on stress leave, and so when... The <laughs> I heard... See, I heard that the cop went on stress leave. I didn't realize it was the same person. And so they do a line. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's a part where the cop gets angry, and then her aunt... Not... His wife. His wife. <laughs> his wife is like, you told me you would be okay. You're not okay. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> When did this become anything? Like, what? Just totally missed that. Since when was he in therapy? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, that's so that's pretty much our changeling story. Second one. I I think this had the best, like, actual scary moments. Yes. Yeah. It's the closest to, like, a good horror film. Like, when the changeling was on the ceiling, I like that. Like, the creepy shots with the eyes. Like, there was, there was stuff there that worked. Yeah, that hand was very poorly done. <laughs> I mean, none of them are Also, good. like, it, the, the stabbing and then eating from the same fork is very creepy and disgusting. So, props for that fun detail. Yeah. Plus, it was, like, spaghetti. With, so, like, the red sauce, it blended in with the blood. Great job on that one, guys. You did great. Props to you. So we can move on to my actual least favorite, which is the family. The other family. This is Caprice's story. So Caprice, well, Caprice is uh, dating the guy who didn't want the blowjob. Yeah. And um, we know that because she stole something for them? She stole the, like, skeleton key to the school. Oh, okay. And well, so how'd she get it? I don't know. Because you would it think comes up later that she steals stuff. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. So then her boyfriend's like, thank you. So then we have this unnecessarily long makeout scene where it tracks down and and follows him grabbing her butt for like a little while. A nice thorough ass grab. (laughs) And it was like, why do we need a close up on that? And it's just to really show that he loves her and will only accept blowjobs from her. And this movie was in 2015. They were 2012 jeans. I just need that to be clear. How do you know that? It's just like the the design on the pocket. Pocket. Yeah, I could tell it was American Eagle by the pocket. <laughs> they were out of style. Caprice, maybe a popular girl, who knows? Kind of a klepto. <laughs> but yeah. So Caprice is like, all right, I can't uh, join you in being murdered in the basement of the school. I have I've to got to go get murdered somewhere else. <laughs> I have to go with my family to see my great aunt. Which why hadn't they left yet? Because because like it was like a last minute thing. No. So, they get in the car. She has a brother. Apparently the brother is a psychopath. (laughs) That's just just kind of, like, briefly mentioned at some point that he may or may not have murdered their cat and was smiling about it. If he wasn't killed in this short, he would later be a serial killer. (laughs) Yeah. 
So honestly, happy ending in that case. <laughs> this is like why, she's like, why do you think all our cats disappear? <laughs> oh fuck! It was like I saw him hold like the day our cat disappeared. I saw him holding a trash bag covered in blood, and he was smiling. It's like, and you didn't call the police immediately or tell your parents. Um, anyway, but why she says that, we'll tell you later. Was it just so they wouldn't go after him? No, cause they were like, because the mom's like, what's his name? Let's find out. Duncan. The mom was like, Duncan's an angel. Why would the Krampus need him? Oh. And Caprice is like, well, let me tell you. Caprice and Duncan. Yeah, what the fuck is up with the, you guys? The dad's name is Taylor, which you know, because it is said a lot. <laughs> Every second, the mom is like, Taylor! No, Taylor! Taylor, I hate you so much, I wish we weren't married. Stuff like that. But, so they go to Aunt Edda's house. Well, in I have for, a, I, wait, pause. I have a right. note that I do not know which one it belongs in. What does it say? It just says, why would he come back when no one would be there? I got nothing for you. I have no idea what that means. No, that doesn't really fit into any of them, I would say. Who came back where? I don't know. All right. So go ahead. They were going to Aunt Edda. So they're going to Aunt Edda's, where, in, in that, Aunt Edda tells them about the Krampus. Because she's German, maybe? Oh. I don't know. She has a housekeeper. <laughs> or important. a gardener? I think it's a housekeeper. Who's, like, just a very angry man. And, and then, Dun- this, the little psychopath, Duncan... Breaks a little Krampus statue that looks like a like a cheap thing you get at Walmart or like a Chris a, like a mythological themed chess set. Like Krampus would be like the rook. That's what like the figure looked like to me. And then that the really pisses then off they, the gardener. Yeah, and then so she's like, "Get out of here, my get, family." She's like, "Get out of your family." So then uh, they're like driving down, and then they're all yelling at each other and mad. Because mm-hmm. family trips. We've mm-hmm. all been there. Uh-huh. <laughs> and uh, then a very weird figure, ghost thing, darts in front of the car. Darts in front of the car, and he spins out and then hits a snow patch. Tries maybe twice to reverse. Can't do it. And he's like, oh, well. Guess we have to walk through the forest. Guess we have now. to walk home. Which, okay. One. Try harder to get your car out of the snow. You can put your car in neutral. It's like get it, your ass out of the fucking car. You have four people. Push it back. There's no. It's not like it was a busy street. There was no one there. And it's you not have like plenty the, of room. It's and not it was like in the, the car mid- flipped. No, it just like stuck in a little deep snow. And it wasn't even in a ditch. Yeah, it was just in a little patch. And it was like you have four people. Get your ass out of the car. Push it out into the street. No one's coming. You're not gonna get hit. Push it in the street, or call AAA, call fucking Aunt Etta, <laughs> you know, call someone, call, you can call, can't the police help you with stuff like that? Yeah. Yeah. Be like, call the fireman. Be like, hey, my car is stuck. Don't Ew. get, you're not, when your car gets stranded like that, you're not supposed to leave your car. Unless you have, unless like someone is coming to help you. You're not supposed to leave your car because it's shelter. Yeah, it keeps you warm. And it's fucking cold outside. It's even Christmas if it's Eve. not even if it's not on. Oh, there's a, so much snow around, so you know it's cold. But like, even if your car isn't even on, it's still shelter from the elements, and it's still warmer than just being outside. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to leave your car unless you're like getting picked up or someone is there to help you. Yeah. Um. So he's like, let's walk through this forest. 
and in that forest, they're like walking, just having a conversation, and then out of nowhere, a chain just pierces him <laughs> through the gut. And they're like, they're like concerned, but they get over it pretty quickly. They could definitely have been more concerned. Because the son goes searching for the flare that the dad dropped. And they're like, and all of a sudden, as soon as the son walks away, the mom's so much concerned, more concerned that the son is walking away. Right. She's and like, don't get. <laughs> and then the son got got. By Krampus, yeah. And then they just leave the bleeding, dying dad But it was there. definitely like, Krampus was definitely targeting the dad. We know it's Krampus. Yeah. That is doing this. But it's targeting the dad, but like, Why? Just because the gardener Cause he's, hated he's, the dead? No, because he's... Uh, the Krampus target... That's, like, what Etta says when she talks about it. Like, Krampus targets the wicked on Christmas Eve. And we find out the whole family's not good people. So then why is Krampus evil if he's targeting the wicked? Like, like medium wicked. Oh. Like, because, like, Caprice is just, like, a mini klepto. She's, like, not really hurting anybody. You know? Yeah. Okay, so then... They're chasing. At one point, the mom stabs Krampus in the tongue, murders all of the family. Oh, wait, so they end up in a church. Yeah. And in that church, that's like, if we confess our sins, we Krampus won't come, us, uh, come after us anymore, because, like, we're absolved. And so it's revealed the dad is, like, embezzling or something. I don't know. Doing something. And he's like, I'm going to go to prison next week. <laughs> Sorry for not telling you guys. <laughs> Caprice is a klepto, and then the son is a psychopath. And the mom is... Did she have anything? I don't know. Gave oh. birth to them? Guilty by association? <laughs> the mom was about to tell hers, I think. And then Krampus gets the dad. Does the whole, like, chain wrapped around the neck kind of moment. And then they hide in, like, the confessional where Caprice is like, there's something on my leg. And they look down, and Krampus is just, like, licking her. Yeah. But that never made any sense. They never explained why that was happening. And then the mom stabs him. And then Caprice, like, runs. Mom sacrifices herself for Caprice. Caprice makes it back to Etta's. And then this is where I have a million questions. I have a million answers. So she um, is fighting Krampus yeah. and lights Krampus on fire. Yes. Killing and Krampus. Killing Krampus. Who, so then, as Krampus like melts away, it's revealed it's the gardener. Or the housekeeper the house, or whatever. whatever whatever he is. So, and then Caprice figures out, oh, you, you sent us away like, as bait. Yeah, Edda lets her back in and they're talking and Edda, and Edda explains that like Krampus isn't an actual, like, one specific thing. Krampus can take over anyone's heart who is filled with rage on Christmas and, like, possess them. And so, and then Caprice figures out, wait, so you knew he was going to turn into Krampus. That's why you locked yourself in here. That's why you have to cross the door. let us leave because he would come after us and not you. Yeah. Okay. I missed that part because I was like, wait. Was she always Krampus, or was this, like, some kind of, like, the Santa Claus situation where if you kill the Krampus, then you are now the Krampus? <laughs> so, and, yeah. So she was just mad. And, like, the first, in, like, the first twist of the movie, it's like, oh. She turns into Krampus. She turns into Krampus because she's pissed at Etta for letting her family get murdered. But also, like, 
this lady plays their aunt, and she looks like she's like a hundred years old. She's so cool. And the dad is only like fifty, maybe. Could be less. <laughs> it could be younger, but his sister is like twice his age. Oh no, it's great aunt. Is it great aunt? Yeah, they said great aunt. All right, but so they just call her aunt Edda. I was like, how is that his sister? And then that's that one. That one's the most. Uh, I that was boring. Yeah, it was kind of weird. It's like you didn't care about Caprice. I'll say it. No, you don't care. <laughs> you don't care about any. Like, they're like, oh no, the mom died. Whatever. Yeah, she was very rude to everybody. <laughs> she was very unpleasant. Oh, she had some good lines though. Yeah. She was like, you've been writing down quotes, but you haven't said any. Because <laughs> most of them were honestly from the Santa one. <laughs> but she's like, um. In a comment on the decorations of Anna's house, she goes, "It's like Ted Bundy and Count Dracula gate up and built a summer home." <laughs> <laughs> That's a good quote. And then she gets there, and she's like, um, four-hour drive, and she hasn't even offered me a drink yet, and just starts like pouring bourbon left and right." And she's very. She doesn't seem like a very pleasant lady. And I have one that. Um, that's called and the orthodontist. <laughs> Do you know what that meant? Oh, oh, yes. <laughs> the uh, they're complaining about the dad's job, which turns out later he was embezzling money. Yeah. And blah, blah blah. And she was saying, "Oh, you guys don't hate it when it pays for the house and stuff." And then he goes and the orthodontist, <laughs> but the kid, the kid in the bag, mouths along to and the orthodontist. <laughs> <laughs> Not any of the other part. But you think and the or like that's always one of the examples that he gives. Ah, <laughs> oh, you and my straight teeth, you got me again. But also, like that kid is way too young to have or like braces. Was, was, like, how, the, I thought he was older. I assumed he, he was like, like twelve. I had braces at thirteen. Did I never had braces, so I don't really know when you that happened. Had I never braces. had them. I'm just genetically perfect. In every way. <laughs> uh, so that one's that. We don't really care about them. But here's the wildest one. So many twists and twists. You have to admit, this one's insane. <laughs> I liked it better with the twist at yeah. the end. Um, but then the twist leaves me to have many a question. That's fair. So we're set in on the North Pole, and it's the least joyful North Pole already before any like of the my, horrendous Like, my stuff office happens. building has much more Christmas decorations. <laughs> it's, like, definitely, they just got a warehouse to film in and just didn't decorate it that much. It looks, it literally looks like an office building or like a school. <laughs> it doesn't look like a, and even the outside shots looks. Just dark and like sad. Yeah. But, so Santa's there and Martha. Martha. <laughs> Who is Mrs. Claus, but he always calls her Martha. <laughs> which made me laugh. And, um, and the credits, Martha Claus. But so, is that what it says? Yeah. And so they're, um, he's with the elves as they're, like, briefing him, ready for Christmas. And there's one elf that's, like, chopping wood in the room, and he's, like, all weird. And refuses cookies, and that's and, when they know something is up. Yeah, and he's like, but Shiny, you love my cookies. That's Martha's line. And then, um, he, and Shiny goes, I don't want to eat cookies, you reindeer fucking snow whore. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> Reindeer fucking snow horse. Lots of questions. Yes. Is, 
is Martha having an illicit affair with Prancer? <laughs> is that a reindeer snow whore? Is that... Reindeer fucking snow whore. Oh, okay. So she is a snow whore fucking reindeer. According to Shiny. <laughs> <laughs> Horrible name for an elf, by the way. I mean, want to go through all the elf names? Yeah, Shiny. We have Shiny, we have Sparkle. We have um, Sparkle's Wire, <laughs> Chomping, and Foreman. Oh, wait, those are just descriptions of the elves. <laughs> the only named ones are Sparkle, Shiny, and Jingles. What does Wire Elf mean? I don't know. An elf had a wire at one point, apparently. apparently. Uh... And so he accidentally, because he's mad, because he doesn't want to eat a cookie. Yeah. And he accidentally hits his hand with an axe. Yeah. And then like, he bleeds out within seconds. Seconds, <laughs> and dies. Maybe, it, I guess it was like the, the zombie disease that killed him. But like originally, when you don't know that, it's like how did that kill him? How did that kill him? And then they're like, oh, Elves else can't can die. die. Santa looks dead into camera and goes, "No." They cannot. But also, like, how do you know that? Have you tried to murder your elves before? <laughs> and he's like, this their, isn't working! Has anyone got their head chopped off previously? <laughs> <laughs> like, how... Or do you just... Maybe they just don't grow old, but if you stab them enough times, they'll still die. So, my... So, we need to say this. The guy playing Santa is the worst actor He's in so movie. horrible. He is terrible. He, like, says all of his lines deadpan into camera. Oh, my God, he's from Cleveland. <gasps> Does it say where? Just Cleveland. Yeah, that's fair. Oh, he, he's best known for voicing Beast in the X-Men series, which is interesting because his voice was the worst part of his performance. <laughs> yeah, he was really bad. And I, part of the reason why I didn't like this one as much because he just was so bad. He was so bad. Um, so the, all of the elves turn into zombies. Yeah, and so Santa's like, Martha, run in, just disappear. Where does she go for that? A closet, time? I guess. And, but, like, she ends up in the warehouse later, just somehow. He, like, leaves her for some reason. Well, you're fine to fend for yourself. And then he just goes around murdering well, all these elves. For the elves, like, the zombie elves, like, break into the room Santa's in. And, like, with a Christmas tree. And then Shiny, like, sticks in. And he goes, here's Shiny. <laughs> Which... And the worst <gasps> Shining reference. Yeah. That's what, here's, yep. But his name's Shiny. And Shining. Yeah. <laughs> My mind's blown, Lawrence, is it? Because <laughs> <laughs> I got it as the here's Johnny reference. But I, the, like, Shiny, Shining connection just popped up later. Anyway. <laughs> I was trying to think of a response and I have nothing. Santa gets on an elevator. It's just playing elevator music. It's like vaguely Christmassy. Kinda. <laughs> but it, it feels so out of place. It's, yeah. And then all the elves come and he murders a bunch of them in the elevator. Which, this is something I noted that... Santa has no problem killing these elves. Oh, like, apparently, theoretically, he's known them for millions of years. Yeah. And he's just like, like, there's absolutely no even small sense of, like, internal turmoil. As he's like, well, gotta chop this one's head off now. Yeah. Ugh. 
Ugh, then, another day at the office. Yeah, it's like, it doesn't seem to be affecting him whatsoever. Uh, and the elves keep, like, shouting one-liners at him, and most of them are incomprehensible, because, like, they raise their voice a pitch yeah. to sound elf-like, and you can't hear any of them, but one that stood out to me is, and one of the elves is like, get off me, you Christmas cunt. <laughs> <laughs> but also, like, okay, so they didn't swear at the beginning. Before the zombie thing came out. Yeah. So why is the zombie disease making them curse? Good questions. Because that doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Um, It's like, uh, can you imagine another zombie movie where, like, they're changed, but then the other thing is that they just swear a lot now, too. (laughs) Now they just yell mean things and and insult whoever they're killing. A zombie virus, they don't eat brains, they just get really mean. (laughs) (laughs) They're just sassy. They just really start to hurt some feelings. <laughs> so yeah, and he's just like killing people, and then and then Martha gets killed. Honestly, most of this... Actually, I get why you don't like this, because most of it's just Santa killing more elves. Yeah. Although some some of the kills are fun, because in one, he takes a paper cutter and like chops off an elf head. Then he takes that elf head and then beats another elf with the head. Which I thought was funny. See, like, I can do without any of that. Because <laughs> I just, like, there was no plot. All it was is, like... Just killing more it was elves. It's just killing elves. Yeah. And I was like, I don't care to watch this. And then, so he goes... Not that I give a shit about, like, the elves. Yeah. <laughs> it was more of like, I just don't, this is boring. Lauren doesn't like elves. I don't like elves. I said that earlier. <laughs> Not on the podcast, but I just, just commented that <laughs> just to me <laughs> what else did we talk about we went to chipotle today we went to chipotle <laughs> we walked to where we are now that was it <laughs> <laughs> um so then he is killed. so martha dies martha's a zombie martha's a zombie gives sam a nice face slash so then he murders martha yeah sad and then He's in a shed now. He's no. He's in like the reindeer stalls. Yeah, that's a shed. <laughs> a shed. Makes <laughs> think like we keeps his like shovels. <laughs> yeah, that's where you keep your reindeer <laughs> in the shed, shed in the backyard. And then like they're all piled on top of each other. This door's rattling. And he's like, and he's like I knew it was you. And it's Krampus again. And it's the first, same one. And first you're like, did Caprice travel all the way to the North Pole? <laughs> And it's like, man, Krampus is busy tonight. <laughs> um, they have this fight where, like, um, Krampus has a chain and is just whipping it around, like, fighting against Santa's, like, Christmas sharp staff. Why is his, why is his like, Father Christmas staff just so naturally weaponized? <laughs> yeah, because he has no problem using it Like, as it can easily happen to I bet something. it was because he can murder elves. And he has. And that's why it's so sharp for when he needs to take out elves. But he's told all of them. And since they just see him as, like, this all, all you know, powerful being, he wouldn't lie to them. So he tells them that they can't die. That's why he looks into the camera and goes, they can't. Because it's more of, like... They cannot They cannot. <laughs> but it's more of, like, an aggressive, like, they can't. Shut up. Don't look into it. But in reality... He has the ability to murder wells at will. As he pleases. As he pleases. And that's why he has a sharp staff to take him out whenever he needs to. So he has this, like, long fight Sand with Santa's also a psychopath. <laughs> Where they're, like, they're both going at it. They're both doing their best. But Santa's about to win. 
And then all of a sudden he goes, Krampus speaks for the first time, goes, Norman, no. And Santa's like, who's Norman? And then it cuts back to Krampus, and now he's just some bald guy with reindeer antlers on. Yeah, and then it turns out that the weatherman from Priceline. (laughs) The weatherman from Dangerous Dugs. From Billy Shatt. From Billy Shatt's radio show. Was... Was the person holding the hostages at the mall, but he wasn't holding the hostages because he was just, just straight up know. murdering them. And he like, this was his psychotic break. Which leaves because me... Because he hates Christmas. Yeah. That's what we're led to believe, is that he just hates Christmas so much that he... It, Has a break? And just like, was he, he wasn't... Because he's imagining himself as Santa. Yeah. And they're not... Making it seem like he... Because he is dressed like Santa. Yeah. He's like... He was going to be the Santa at, like, the mall or whatever. For the food drive. Yeah. Which... Uh... And but, so, my question is, how much of his fantasy actually played out in real life? Who was his wife? Did... It was... It was the... It was one of the elves. Did, um... It was, like, the the girl taking the, the picture, it, it seemed like. How did the guy in the reindeer antlers have an awesome chain fight with him as Krampus. Right. Was it the bald guy just whipping around a chain fighting against him? It was like a hostage situation is when you're not murdering people because you want something. Yeah, this is a massacre. This is just him killing people. I don't know. But like, so like his whole scenario where Shiny's all of a sudden like, I don't want your cookies, you goddamn reindeer fucking snow whore. What 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 happened who, in real life with that? <laughs> who chopped off part we're, of their hands? We're, we're shown, we're shown, like glimpses. small glimpses, but it's never. Yeah, it's like who, who, yeah. Did someone cut their hand? And then, oh, oh that scared me. <laughs> it was really terrifying. We'll listen to that later. <laughs> that was horrifying. <laughs> that was scarier than the whole movie. <laughs> so, so we're in a classroom, <laughs> and this girl just knocked on the window. <laughs> and also, since like I've been like, and it's dark now. If yeah. it was still light out, it wouldn't have been as terrifying. But plus, I've just always just been glancing at the glancing, not glancing, glancing at the windows, just kind of be like, it would be really creepy if someone was just watching us right now. <laughs> and then just bang on the window, girl standing there. <laughs> but she was just in a hoodie, I bet she was cold. Yeah, but, um, so, back to the movie, it's, and then so he, like, realizes he's on a break, and then the police... And then it keeps switching oh. back to, like, him in the stable as real Santa, and, but there's, like, red and blue lights on that one, too. Yeah. It, it, it's, like, blurred. I guess the police come and are like, put your hands up. And then he goes to kill the guy, Paul. I, why, is it, why do I think his name's Paul? Who's named Paul in this? I don't know. I feel like there's a Paul. I don't know. The guy asking Norman to not bit murder him? Yeah, him. And so he does. But then he goes to murder him because he still thinks he's Krampus, even though he's realized he's on a psychotic break. And then he gets shot... You, like, there's, he, you see two bullet effects on his body, but you don't hear a sound. And then... Maybe they were rubber bullets. And then you hear more, and then you he, see more bullet effects, but for those, you do hear a sound. 
So those, I don't know what those first two bullets were. I don't know. BB guns. <laughs> they definitely, like, left holes in his body and made him bleed. Yeah, they brought a BB gun to a murder spree tomorrow. <laughs> Never bring a BB gun to the axe fight. <laughs> Where did he get an axe? At the mall. Did he bring his axe? <laughs> maybe. Was this premeditated? Oh. I, maybe. Yeah, and then William Shatner is sort of narrating all of them, but not really at all. No. Is he's never So, yeah, he was waiting for Norman to get back. Turns out Norman was just murdering people. Yeah, William Shatner uh, is kind of not even necessary for this movie. But it's like, if, so if they're... So if you're a radio host... Doing a show on Christmas Eve. One, who are, who is your show for? Who is listening to the radio on Christmas Eve? I mean, that's one thing. You can listen to the radio, but, like, he wasn't very cheery. It was just, like, ugh. Waiting for this weather guy. But, um, so, if there was, like, a hostage situation, and he knew about the hot, wouldn't he be, like, trying to, like, seriously report on what was happening? I think he was more just trying to keep spirits high. That was his thing. And that's why he was drinking, because it was like, oh, I'm not, fuck. He's drinking because I think he's an alcoholic. <laughs> um, so, I, so that is connected with the Santa elf zombie one. Yeah, so the, that was the big twist. You're supposed to be and like, then, oh my god. So then, here, here are some of my questions, because this is also going to be a very long episode. There's the, a lot happens. A lot happens. Okay, so my question is, what all of this really happened? Because the Santa zombie ones, the weren't, it wasn't actually Santa or zombies. Yeah. Um, it was literally just a person murdering people. Does that? How does that affect the other timelines, the other stories? Does it at all? Because there's Krampus in this I don't one. I think it does. But then Krampus appeared in the other ones. Look, and looks the same. I think that was just like a, they already had the Krampus makeup. <laughs> like, well, we're not going to do They only had him for Krampus. one day, and they're like, just go over there. <laughs> that one is like, Santa's real. Zombies are real. And then it's like, oh, it's like, none of them are real. And it's like, but, so ghosts are real, and Changlings are real. And, and Krampus, Krampus is real. is real. But only but just, one of them. But wasn't. There in this case. Yeah. I guess. But Santa's uh, not real, Krampus if, is. If anything, wouldn't um, Norman Cause Santa, cause become Because we, we know Santa's not real in this instance because we watched the dad put the Santa presents under the tree. Yeah. If And wouldn't Norman become Krampus because he has the rage in his heart to start killing people and isn't that Krampus's thing? Yeah, so that would have been Krampus. If Krampus was real, and we know that all of these take place in the same... Town. Town and the same night. night, all connected. So why, if because yeah, if if Billy Shat's niece <laughs> was, or not niece, granddaughter was now Krampus. Yeah, because she's what's her name? Caprice. Caprice. I was gonna say Shawnice. <laughs> Caprice. So yeah, Norman would have looked like Krampus. I guess. I don't know. It doesn't happen. If they wanted that storyline to be real. Well, we can use this to transition into a new segment we're trying out called Rewrite, where we try to fix the movie and make it good. And which is, because there are four, th- there are like eight things to fix. 
like eight plots to fix. Right. So it's hard. So we'll we'll try to keep it broad. I have my idea just to like make it more an anthology. Have William Shatner be the radio host and like be more of like a shock jock kind of guy and be like, on oh, this Christmas Eve, I'm going to tell you like some horrible things that have happened on Christmas and tell like the first three, like as just stories he's narrating on his radio. So they're show. not all happening at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. Like these have all happened on this date, just not, mm-hmm. they're not all concurrently happening. Yeah. And then on the last one, have, um, instead of, like, that massacre, have, um, still have Norman, have him, like, disappear, whatever, and then have him, like, come back in the Santa outfit to, like, stalk and try to kill William Shatner, and that's the last segment. Yeah, I like that. That'd be cool. That's, that's my overall fix, just to, like, make it a little more coherent. Because the jumping between... Back and forth to the storylines is very jarring. Like, we didn't, we kind of glossed over it. It's like a huge problem, and it really is confusing. It, yeah. It takes you out of each story every time they do it. Yeah. And it's hard to, like, that's why, like, trying to, like, talk about all of them is, like, it, it makes it very confusing to, like, think of when each thing happened. Mm-hmm. Um, and it makes time really weird in each one because you don't really know at what point things are happening. Yeah. Like, has one hour passed? Is it the next day? <laughs> has it only been five minutes? <laughs> Is this moving in real time? Uh, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> that would help. I like that. How, how about, what, what would you do? Like, fix your least favorite segment. My least favorite is the family. Yeah. How would you, how would you fix that? I would fix it. Getting rid of the Gardner character completely. That's fair. He doesn't need to be there. Yeah. And it, she could be Krampus. She could have been possessed by Krampus. And that's why she kicks him out and is, like, kind of, like, reserved and, like, doesn't let people get too close to her because she doesn't want to hurt them. Ooh. And that's why she's separated off by herself. And I also would have fucking got rid of that part where he licks her leg. <laughs> that's not gonna... <laughs> that's not happening. And also, um, would not have the kid murder his cat for some reason. <laughs> And like, he could be bad for another reason. Like, oh, he, um, cheats on his, all his homework. Yeah. He doesn't do it. He doesn't even do his homework. He refuses to do yeah. his homework. He's been skipping school a lot. Yeah. You know? Getting high off by, by the bleachers <laughs> at 13 years old. And I would just try and make them all less hateable characters. Because all of them are unpleasant. Yeah. By sim- I would change the change of one. Ha. <laughs> you would change having, it. <laughs> I would change it <laughs> by having the fork stab just happen later. Yeah, and the having that reaction, having a warranted reaction to that, or not a warranted, but a a, a, a reasonable one. Yeah, like be more angry about it. <laughs> and I also would have like not had the little boy touch the mom's titty. <laughs> that didn't need to happen. Didn't you could have had something else creepy be happening. Oh, and change the, um, what's it called? The ghost one by not having it. I didn't hate it. Or clearing up a lot of questions. <laughs> yeah. I would have her not think that she got raped. Yeah. That would be fun. Fig- figure out this movie's stance on abortion. <laughs> <laughs> Decide and if you want to be pro-choice or pro-life. Explain what the nuns were doing. <laughs> have you seen Dirty Dancing? I've seen parts of it. 
So, I've never been more surprised in my life than when watching Dirty Dancing because you think it's about dancing. No, it is strongly pro-choice. This movie is about abortion. Oh. And it is shocking to watch. <laughs> Not knowing that? I watched, the only time I've seen it, I was with my high school girlfriend, whose father was a pastor, who was watching the movie with us. <laughs> Because oh. we couldn't be alone in the house. <laughs> so it was uncomfortable. Did he not like it? I don't know. We just kind of sat there quietly the whole time. <laughs> and then we watched Fargo. <laughs> the movie or the series? The movie. Did the series come out? I don't know when the series came out. I love the movie. One of my favorite movies. I only watched it once for class. He's <laughs> just like, mini soda. That's all I got from Meaner Fargo. Mini I, I, soda. Oji. Oh, Oji's. Oh, ah. Oji's. Oh, I just need another Minnesota. <laughs> yeah, so just Thank a you, quick my, abortion detour. That's my Minnesota ex. <laughs> yeah, they need to figure that out. Yeah, just, I, I would just not include that and write a different Christmas ghost story. Like maybe um, some person, is, like an angry old neighbor, that's killed like, themselves on Christmas Eve last year. And then the annoying like teens that live next door when it, like break yeah. in. You don't need to make it about school. Yeah. And have that haunting go on. Or it can be an abandoned old abbey. Yeah. It doesn't need to be the school. Make it more Christmassy. That one was the least Christmassy. That's what I was going to say, is that none of these stories really have anything to do with Christmas. Other than the Krampus. Other than it being Krampus. Yeah. And him thinking that he was Santa. But Mm -hmm. also, at the end, it just turns out that he... It's not like Santa had zombie elves. It just was a dude in a mall. Yeah, that could have so that could have been the, the Easter end, Bunny killing his little yeah, chickens. In the end, it didn't have anything to do with Santa. <laughs> but and then in the Krampus one, it's just it is Krampus. But the Changeling one doesn't necessarily have to have been Christmas, yeah, except not for at that all. they were in that forest mm-hmm. because of Christmas. Yeah. And then this one literally is just because it was the anniversary it could have been any anniversary it doesn't necessarily have yeah. to be Christmas Eve I guess none so of these, these are, this the is a Christmas horror story that has nothing to do with Christmas yeah except well, for that Krampus is in it let's pump up the Christmas volume let's have like a haunted Christmas tree that like a nativity scene someone. that comes to life and yeah. is murdering people yeah because they want those are Christ creepy. best in Christmas <laughs> An actual war on Christmas. <laughs> There's some, like, I mean, even if it was, like, a Christmas party and some someone, uh, I don't know, a mass, I don't know, a slasher film at a Christmas party. It's yeah, just, I'm in. That's fine. I went to a bad movie night last night, like a midnight movie, and they played a movie called Night Siege that's about a nuclear facility on Christmas Eve during their Christmas party are invaded by a terrorist android i feel like that had more to do with christmas than this whole <laughs> but he like he said like yeah it's like they're like shooting everyone up at the christmas party and santa hats and stuff yeah it's fun yeah. it's festive um none of this has anything to do with christmas except for the fact that he's missing out on that pizza champagne and <laughs> um yeah that's how i would fix it just yeah. add more christmas and less Uncomfortable sexy. By the one. More consensual sex. More. Guys, this is not our first movie watching something like this. Where we've asked for less rape. <laughs> Just one less. Or, like, not even less rape. Stop saying. Stop 
having rape scenes that you won't call rape. Right. And, like, well, this one... That was Double Daddy. Double Daddy is that. This one is, like, it wasn't, but then it's... For a second, maybe it was. Yeah. It's like, come on, guys, consent. Put consent in movies. <laughs> so, should let's read some one-star reviews. Yes. The, so we went to Amazon because nobody's reviewed this on IMDb, <laughs> which is always a good sign. Actually, this has some high ratings. Yeah. Like, there were no one-star ratings on IMDb. There were no... Um, there were only four rottens on Rotten Tomato. It had an 80% on Rotten Tomato. 42 for audience, which makes more sense. But 80% by critics? That's crazy. I guess they just were, like, blown away by the anthology part. But because I just, it's a seven star review. We're not gonna read it. I can't imagine it's good. But the title of this review is some sort of anthology. Even the person giving it a good rating doesn't really know what it is. Yeah. The the first so I had to go to Amazon finally to find some one star reviews, and it, it starts with "What a steaming pile!" Dot dot dot. That's the the title of the review. Um and. Yeah, they pretty much have all the complaints they have, oh, that we have. Um, tried to do much, to do too much, and ended up falling apart. Um, the huge draw for me is it says, I'm not, I'm going to be even more vague to avoid spoilers. The huge draw for me to watch this in the first place turned out to be a bait and switch. Yeah. What does that mean? Because he just really wanted to watch some zombie elves. Is, is that he was he didn't like the twist? And then probably okay. I like this review. It is a two star. Okay. And I'm not gonna Ooh. read the whole thing because he just explained all of it. <laughs> um, but the um, and betray our rules that we've set up. <laughs> our our holy rules. The title is "Thank God, it at least had Shatner." And then the beginning is, I'm one of those people that will usually watch anything as long as Shatner's in it. <laughs> <laughs> so when I knew he was in a Christmas horror movie, I knew I had to give it a shot. Um, and then he goes on to explain that he read the synopsis and knew Shatner would not be the star, but he decided to watch it anyways. And then he just described everyone just, like, very in-depth. We're not going to get into that, but, yeah. This, this review... Um... It's it, it, This is the compliment section. I'll say this much for the film. I'd love to get tipsy with William Shatner. And the phrase, vile enemy of Christmas, is an awesome addition to my lexicon. Which reminds me of another terrible moment of acting from the guy playing Santa. When Krampus appears, and we already very much know who Krampus is. All the Krampus plotline has happened already. And he goes, ah, Krampus, the vile enemy of Christmas. <laughs> and that delivery was exactly how it sounds. It's very inspired. And yeah, all of these are like just two words. Terrible. Literally, no, this one is just one star review just because their Wi Fi wasn't working and it wouldn't stream properly. <laughs> I have this one saying that this movie has a hidden political message. <sighs> I want to know. On one hand, it's a. They still gave it three stars. <laughs> <laughs> On one hand, as a horror movie, it was okay. Not spectacular, but I've seen worse. But I feel compelled to warn viewers about something that slowly dawned on me as I watched the movie unfold, which is that the creators of this film are clearly trying to hide a deeply conservative message in the subtext. This is the point at which spoilers begin. (laughs) 
In the first story, three teenagers break into their high school, which is closed because of winter break, but also because murders have recently happened there. <laughs> Early in, the group finds a giant plastic nativity scene in the basement, and the girl complains about the war on Christmas. That's pretty blatant. That's not very subtexty. Yeah. Um, later in the story, they find out that a girl died in the building while it was a convent because the nuns forced her to undergo an abortion so, at their hands. So it was forced. Did we That's just what, not pick up on that? I guess. We picked up on it during this episode. We made it. <laughs> this is the ghost that is killing people. Further, the ghost possesses Molly and has her try to seduce the first male who is killed when he refuses. So she gets impregnated by the second guy and is the only person spared by the ghost and only because she agrees to carry the baby to term. When does she agree to do that? I don't think she agreed. I thought she was like, just like, oh, she won't murder me if I do this. Yeah, like she could easily like go straight from here to Planned Parenthood. Yeah. The second and third stories may have skipped the subtext, <laughs> or it's better hidden. A great way if you're trying to make your point. Point is to be like, uh, you, uh, uh, the fourth one. <laughs> but the fourth story is dripping with it at the end. <laughs> For most of the story, you have a straightforward story about Santa killing zombie elves, ending with a showdown with Krampus. Right when that showdown is about to go down, the scene switches to a mall, and we see that a normal schlub... <laughs> Went crazy and started killing innocent people until he gets gunned down by police. And what caused this psychotic break? The normal schlub was an atheist who hated Christmas. But his work forced him to dress up as Santa, which of course drove him crazy. This movie ends with Williams Shatner (laughs) begging people to embrace Christmas, suggesting it in a sideways manner that respect for other religions and belief systems is the root of violence. Wow. I can't say I picked up on that. I I was going to say, the William Shatner guy does seem very religious, his character. Even though he's called Dangerous Dan, but he's like... It is Jesus' birthday, and you will say that. (laughs) And, like, uh, uh, I, the whole abortion thing is definitely, and the war on Christmas line. Yeah. Definitely, like, some sparks there, but, But at the same time, like... It's still a, it's a Christmas movie. Yeah, every single it's, one of Think these, of what your audience is for. I mean, it's a horror movie, but it's a Christmas horror movie. You're not, you're not... Your your audience is people who would want to watch a Christmas movie. Yeah. And every single person who wrote, every every single one of these sections was written by a different person. Yeah. So it's not like one thematic message. Maybe the abortion plotline guy doesn't love it. But also, I I see arguments for it within the movie. Yeah. Like if... Who knows? (laughs) Like, it didn't seem like, it didn't make... It wasn't like it was making any of that seem glamorous. Yeah, no. Um, so, but thanks, man, for writing that review. <laughs> it was the most entertaining. So what do you rate a Christmas horror story? As a total, that's hard. I will give it, out of five, two and a half. I'll give it a half. Because, like, at the end of the day, I laughed a lot. Yeah. Like, I sat through this movie two times and, like, didn't hate doing it. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I thought it was funny. Yeah. Yeah, because you didn't have to watch it the second time. Yeah. I mean, I didn't take any notes at right. all, so I took a few. 
but you know it like it's 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 funny there's a lot of really funny segments good one-liners every once in a while so i think overall like you can watch this and, and it's, like, like not this be movie upset. is bad but yeah. it doesn't take itself very seriously well some parts it does mm. but a lot of it is like it's very campy mm-hmm. like all, all of the elf murders are very campy yeah like sit, sit back with your like mold wine your um yeah. apple cider with a little fireball <laughs> in it and just like have a good time although i was gonna give it a two i wasn't gonna give it a half just a straight two because like i was gonna say two too but like at the same time like even if I even if it's a situation where I had to watch this the third time, like I could get through it fine. If you were drunk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah uh, <laughs> my, my official review. Uh, 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 yeah. Okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs>